0: And it seems to me you lived your life like a candle in the wind Never knowing who to cling to when the rain set in Hello Nacho Crew, I'm Gram Jams and welcome to episode two, bigger, boozier and Boobia of the <laughs> HANA podcast. I've got the other two-thirds of we Gram Chos here with me. Quick warning before we get started that there's going to be a lot of fucking swearing, <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be a hefty amount of crack, and I'm also giving a personal apology that I've had a cold, or I have got a cold, and I'm deaf in one ear, so I'm probably going to be even louder than, Granny I... Jams. <laughs> <laughs> than I normally am, if that's humanly possible. Today show's a tribute to Lexicom Tree Crew, because today is the anniversary of her untimely demise. Sob, sob. We've also got a super special guest star appearance later on in the show that we're Woo-hoo! very excited so about. Exciting. So Weasel and Nachos, can you actually believe that we're here doing this second episode of this nonsense? Eh, uh, no. no <laughs> Not really. No way. <laughs> I think I can speak for all of us when I say that we've been actually blown away by not only the response but the lovely messages that we've received from everybody it's been pretty overwhelming actually yeah Um, we are stunned and shocked and very (laughs) surprised but delighted very happy
1: um thank you so Mm. much to everyone who's listened to our ramblings nachos you just said earlier that we have hit the 460 something Something, mark on downloads for on the podcast which is nuts Genuinely, I know we've said this quite a few times already, but when we started thinking about doing this, we were like, if we get 10 listeners, we'll be so happy because we're just doing it for ourselves. And um, so to have that many is,
2: is pretty mental. I just want to give a quick shout out to Q Parallel, who correctly guessed whose phone cover of his <laughs> Prize
0: winner! Woo! Well done! Well done, well, well done. done. This is your prize. Most, <laughs> most exciting competition ever! <laughs>
2: One of the most amazing things that have come out of the last podcast was, of course, uh, The Collexorcist, which yeah. was, was based on Weasel's wonderful rendition of Undress Me! <laughs> Undress me.
0: Honestly,
1: I just had no idea that, that, that sexy. My, seductive, <laughs> my seductive
0: tones would, you know, be so popular. I've actually made up a load of t-shirts so that are going to be on sale so look out for them red bubble. So, <laughs> um, not only have we had
2: The Collexorcist, we've had The Sexorcist, which is these guys <laughs> Wonderful full movie, yeah. yeah, and we've had Priestlyxo. Oh god, oh, my favourite, my Duff, love,
0: quite literally, my one true love. <laughs> Douse me in holy water. <laughs> yeah, jeez, I. She is probably.
1: <laughs> I don't know why that manip that you did that chose just which one, just, just is the, the, the Priestlyxo ones. The, the there's few no, that there that that are. What I mean,
0: like which one of any, them? Any, any, all hot. of them. All of I think them. I don't the, know
1: why they're just so unbelievably hot. I think
0: it is because it is just so wrong. I'm not, sure. I'm, um, I'm, I'm not a religious person but I would definitely bow down in front of priest Lexia, yeah, that's for sure. Start going to church for sure. <laughs> Take Me to church. <laughs> <laughs> Although I mean,
2: Priest Lexer wasn't universally popular. We did. Oh we, God, yeah, yeah the, did get a complaint the, about the that
1: controversy. You did, you did have you? Did get kind of get told to shut it down. <laughs> you did,
2: and yeah. you also then shut them down. Yeah, yeah, yeah and then responded by making even more minutes. <laughs> that were <dispersed. laughs> So
0: you yeah. cannot shut down the Nacho Crew. No, we will only come back stronger. We will not be silenced.
1: <laughs> Our smut will not be silenced.
0: <laughs> we're just giving the people what they want, exactly. really. You know, one person out of however many, you know. Smut. Yeah. Blasphemy. You yeah, know. exactly. But you Save know it. Good. Today it's liver spotted. Oh, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Granny, Granny. Granny, Granny <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. We've also got to give a, a shout out to Vanessa. Vanessa. a uh, phenomenon.
1: <laughs> I'm a little bit perturbed by how obsessed she's become with you, Vanessa, but you know I can live with it. I can deal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Slowly pushes my Vanessa merchandise into the corner of the room. <laughs> Definitely her biggest fan. I think my personally my favourite thing has been the emergence of Relic Crew all the old shout out shout out to yeah. relic crew um all the oldies coming out of the woodwork has been really lovely to see yeah amazing i think we'd like to reiterate that relic crew does not have an age limit no. but it is a, a safe space for the older tumblr demographics to come and talk about their favorite types of slipper um <laughs> also best brands of electric blanket and most comfiest duvet <laughs> but it is an all-inclusive resort it is all-inclusive all are welcome
1: all of natural crew are welcome
2: the first section of the podcast is a little bit about the Lexa effect. So we're just going to discuss our thoughts on on Lexa's demise, and you know it's been a, an entire year now, since yeah. a year to the day. In I fact, I can't believe it's been a year. Actually, yeah, well, a year to happen? the day. A year
0: of immense pain.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and we're going to have a, a minute of silence commencing now. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: shit would that be on a podcast <laughs> we're having in our in our minds we're having a minute of silence and i actually genuinely listeners uh before we started this segment went and lit four candles one is really large
0: okay um, it's like
1: the two ronnies <laughs> <laughs> one's really big and uh, <laughs> I
0: don't think they need to know. One's
1: white. So, um, you know, if Lexa was she to would sure, be it. It's to show
0: sure it. how much she would approve. Lexa uh, would be creaming her pants. So this uh, giant uh, candle. There's a fucking massive candle. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big pillar candle. It's about burnt halfway down. I think it's probably got about three months usage out of it. <laughs> she would know yeah. all the candle facts. She would. It's made she of would. organic beeswax. <laughs> it's yeah. All beeswax, not just organic. <laughs> probably.
2: <laughs> Yeah, but the candles have been lit. Yes. They have. So I think first of all, we're just going to sort of talk about our personal reactions to, to Lex's death. So,
0: Graham Jones, do you want to kick us off? I can kick off, yeah. I, um, I can remember being so excited for 307 for obvious reasons. Baited mm-hmm. by J Rock. By Satan. By Satan himself. So because the show airs on a Thursday in America... We or did, or did air it on a Thursday. I knew that we wouldn't be able to watch it until Friday evening, so I just spent the whole day ignoring, so like off social media. I didn't want any spoilers at all for this episode because it was going to be so amazing. I didn't want to see a gift set of them fucking or anything like that. Well, I did, but <laughs> <laughs> so I ignored it completely. And I'd been justifying the fact that no way they're going to kill her off. Why would they build all this storyline and backstory, and she's in the finale and all this sort of thing. So when it actually happens the bullet the bullet goes in and i was so and like my initial reaction was just pure anger you shouted I, I shouted you and i was just fucking raging i was just like no 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 like the whole I was like if she fucking dies if she fucking dies i'm going to be fucking mad like this so obviously and it didn't really help that ADC looked probably more beautiful than she'd ever looked in any. Other, like she dying. Did. Oh my god, Angels. she was like a fucking angel. Yeah. Yeah. It was just absolutely traumatic. It was traumatic. It was so traumatic. And then there was just the feeling of, oh my god, that's it. I'm never gonna see this character again. I'm never gonna learn more about her. I'm never gonna see her and Clark's relationship progress any further. But then came the second stage of grief, mm-hmm. the intense sadness. I think it was, obviously it was Saturday the next day and I we didn't have anything to do and I just couldn't get out of bed. I actually felt, genuinely felt like someone I knew had died. Yeah. That's how yeah. I felt. It was just in, intense sadness. I was trying to justify it for myself as well. I'm a 38-year-old woman. Mm-hmm. Why the hell do I feel like this about a TV character? You know, yeah. I, it didn't seem rational to me. But then the good thing about, Tumblr and social media was this outpouring yeah, mm. this outpouring that I wasn't alone in this feeling of utter despair that everyone you was You weren't just... a complete freak. Yeah exactly. <laughs> everyone <laughs> was feeling the Exactly same way. and yeah. I was sad about, sad about it, about a long it long for, yeah. for a good few months afterwards. So that's my story. <laughs> <laughs> Joy. <laughs>
1: Weasel? Well yeah well obviously we watched the episode together But I had actually had a slightly different experience and I was really, really mad because I had also vowed to myself to stay off of social media all day. And I did stick to that. But I went on the internet at work and was on some other website and it flashed up in a Google search or something like that and it flashed up, oh, Lex has been killed. Was it um, After
0: Ellen thing? I don't know, I don't know. It
1: was some fucking headline spoiler and you're like, are you <clears throat> shitting me? Oh and it just, it flashed up and I, you know, I clicked off the page so I didn't know any details but I knew enough, I knew, I knew it and I knew it was coming and so it was really, really hard because I felt this intense kind of like, dread but also denial because I didn't want to know I was kidding on to myself that I hadn't seen it but I knew that I had and I also had to say to Gram Jams I know that that I I didn't say I obviously didn't spoil it for her but I just said to her I've seen a spoiler and I'm really fucked off but I just had to keep keep my mouth shut and then so as the episode was on and there was the beautiful moment and all these things happening with with Clark and with Lexa and the, her coming into the room to say bye, and I was just like, just like, when? Are, how are they going to kill her off? This is, you know, this is so amazing. This beautiful kind of sex scene, and you know, I wasn't expecting to get that, and just all the time thinking in my head, how, how I don't understand. I, how could it possibly happen? Because we're now towards the end of the episode, you know, and it's just not a possibility. And of course, it then happened, and I was just crying my eyes out. And I think the thing that really, really got me was. The Traveller's Blessing, when oh Clark gosh, started yeah. to recite that, yeah. because it was her acceptance of, she's dying, and I need to give her these last rites. I need to tell her yeah. that she's loved and that it's going to be okay to not be frightened, basically, is I think that yeah. is the kind of meaning yeah. of that blessing. And it was just so... I felt like oh my no, heart it was, was just
0: being too, much. like, ripped just out actually of my thinking, chest. Like actually thinking about it now. You can you still cry.
1: And so I was just kind of essentially bawling my eyes out on the yeah. couch where I was Anna, Anna was just going, no, 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 <laughs> like just shouting. Hers was anger, mine was kind of like I was devastation. Ready to, I was
0: ready to fucking crush some uh-huh. stars.
1: Yeah, and then just really to mirror what Graham Jams has said then afterwards, just this crushing devastation really that felt <laughs> so real, yeah. so visceral and just as if it was somebody that you actually had known in life and just being gutted just so gutted for all the lost potential mm. for what could have come from that wh- whether it was her being with Clark or just her character herself because as we said in the last episode you know she was a fucking icon and yeah. a lesbian icon and yeah it was just that that loss of all of that and mm-hmm. um, just totally gutted so yeah it took a long time to get over and but also was really really nice to see all of these similar reactions from people all across the world, all ages. So yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not much uh, to say. Oh, that was Sorry. like twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we may have to edit this. We can, you,
1: can you tell we're a bit passionate about it? Yeah,
2: just a bit. Um, Rachel, what about you? For me, prior to three o seven, I had taken like a day's annual leave off work. The following day. Cause then I thought, oh yeah, I'm gonna be like wallowing in like, sexy gift sets and, yeah. and you know meta and, and headcanons. That is but extra. So, that is really on. extra. It's the off. day
1: off just, just for that. I love <laughs> <of> it. <laughs>
2: just for that. But that part of it.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just so Wrap a few out. <laughs> 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 it
0: takes <laughs> a long time. <laughs> <laughs> We were, I didn't think you would say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> we're going, we're casting
2: aspersions on
0: my
2: character here. Come on. Send <laughs>
0: I'm not going to
2: fap over a and get pet.
0: No. Well, <laughs> no, do you fap on that, sorry. <laughs>
2: That's yeah, what she's I mean. next episode.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> As I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted. <laughs> so, yeah, so I had, had thought, oh, you know, I'm going to be wallowing in all these like happy gift sets and, and wonderful meta. But I was weak and I woke up during the night oh, and I thought, no. I'll just have a wee, a wee check on Tumblr, oh, see what's no, happening. Well, okay. didn't, you didn't resist. I couldn't resist. And then the first thing I saw was like just this outpouring of oh, grief. My. And I was like, what the fuck happened? Mm. And then I investigated. Sort of, I scrolled through my dash, investigated. You know, it took ages to get Teddy gift sets of them kissing
0: or whatever. Mm. You know You were scrolling for your dash. I was scrolling for quite a while I was. <laughs> Is that <a> euphemism? No. <laughs> <All right>. no. <laughs> uh,
2: and it just, you know, just the massive like outpouring of grief and just mm people who were, like, threatening suicide and oh, stuff like that. Oh, yeah, that, that was Just, terrible. I couldn't believe it. And that was yeah. actually more more devastating than, than Lex's yeah. death. Yeah. I mean, for, for sure. me, for me, I was expecting it on the one hand, and I think there'd been a lot of kind of unvalicious foreshadowing mm-hmm. about her death, and mm-hmm. she was constantly talking about it. Yes. I was in denial. I was in denial, I think I was in denial. Yeah, so was in denial. So it wasn't, it was. wasn't a surprise in that respect, but it was the manner in which it happened. Yeah. It was so callous. Yeah. And... lazy lazy and just (laughs) back to back with orgasm yeah within minutes of them consummating the relationship Uh and then when you also take into consideration the context of all the the baiting that went on Uh in the background it just made it even worse so So, yeah it was a a
0: cauldron of shite full of (laughs) shit wasn't it 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 was was just literally all this stuff chucked into one
2: but but I have to say like ADC and ET's performance was just absolutely incredible I mean I didn't see it till much later but I saw like videos and it was just like, just even thinking about it kind of makes me emotional. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I, d- I remember on the Saturday after it aired, and just sort of, I started crying in the kitchen, and I was like, uh-huh. what the fuck? What get that? a grip. What's wrong I'm with a me? 30 uh-huh. something woman. Yeah. I should not be having this uh-huh. reaction to the death of a fictional character. Yeah. But it was just kind of, I couldn't, you know, it took me like a good couple of weeks to get over it, because it, it did feel like a genuinely like a bereavement. Yeah, and, it was. And that, that was just, you know, I'd never felt that way about a character dying in a TV show before, so right. it was just. I think that was the yeah.
1: beginning of this so-called Lexa effect. Yeah, you it know, was. it's like the the
0: effect that she had that that character had on on all of us. Yeah, I've got to mention Mo Ryan at oh, this yeah. point for being such a, a great ally right from the start. And she wrote some amazing pieces very early on about the baiting and the the Lexa effect. She was as outraged as everyone else. You know, she was clearly a fan. She of was Lexa. definitely. And Heather Hogan as well did a lot of great work with Straddle looking at looking at the burial gaze trope, like tracing it back through. T V history and um, all the major car- lesbian bisexual yeah, character
1: deaths. That was what spurred her on to make the enormous list yeah, of lesbian okay. deaths. Yeah, yeah. Lesbian, yeah, yeah. lesbian character massive. deaths. Which I think now is up to two hundred or something, possibly. Or maybe is- a hundred like the high one
0: hundred and some things. It, there was a counter, wasn't there, for how many deaths there there had been in twenty sixteen mm. alone. Everyone that then, because of Lexa's death, became hyper-aware yep. of that burial gaze trope again, and then you obviously had, in very quick succession, uh, character deaths on Empire, The Walking Dead, Walking Dead, Dead. and Vampire Diaries. I think well. The
1: Magicians as well had something? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. There was a whole bunch in the space of a few weeks of each other, so it felt as if all of these TV showrunners and writers the previous year had got together and gone, right, let's all have really cool lesbian characters and let's fucking kill them all. Because it just seemed so bizarre, you know? Although I think it did seem so bizarre because it it, it had been highlighted to us that this was a trope, this was a trend that Mm -hmm. just kept on happening. But then by Heather Hogan making this list, we saw... Well, it's not a new thing. It's just been happening since the dawn of fucking time. Yeah, (laughs) And, and, you know, but Lexa was the straw that broke the camel's back and gave us this real focus on it. And, um, I mean, there was pieces on Bury Your Gaze in The Atlantic, and Variety, in The Washington Post... In the New York Times. Yeah, massive yeah, publications. In, in huge publications, subjects that had never been discussed
0: before out with the gay media. Yeah, the people that didn't even watch the show or were even aware of the show yes. beforehand were because of this character death, yeah. which is incredible. And then you had other showrunners who were. You know, tweeting himself.
2: about it <laughs> and saying, you know, we're not going to do that, yeah. we don't do worry. That. Well, they're so signing do. the pledge. The pledge, yes. yes. So, Lexa yeah.
1: play, they got quite a few showrunners to yeah, sign quite, that. Yeah. And then, of course, LGBT fans deserve better that uh-huh. um, group of people that. Yeah. The billboards were amazing. The Trevor Project, I think, topped out at about 140 grand mm-hmm. just for Lexa donations, yeah. which is incredible. And that's for the exact demographic of people, uh, you know, teenagers would, that yeah. would be
0: affected. I think that was one of the biggest things for me was just how irresponsible it was yeah. of the show creators... Arrogance. ...to do this to a character on a show where the demographic is teenagers. Young, yeah. vulnerable teenagers. So you're, you're hitting them where it hurts. They're already going to be feeling quite disenfranchised and alone. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, and all they see is death on TV. Over they there. Do,
1: and they, then they see this
0: character who is just so strong and
1: fierce and amazing and it makes you feel like you are not worth anything. When you see yourself being offed yeah. <laughs> time uh-huh. and time again, it does make you feel like you're you're worthless. And that is what they did. And they just had such a disregard towards any of that. And I don't know, I don't think that it was necessarily thought out maliciously, but there was major
2: missteps yeah. made they did say they were aware of the trope, and they they, did. they thought that they could surpass it yeah. in their writing. Yeah, that that's what happens. <laughs> that that's what happens when yeah. you have straight
1: males writing. Yeah, gay and you're characters. not you're not taking advisement from LGBT writers or you know anyone else. Just they the community. They don't, yeah. I don't think they have any LGBT people on their staff, on yeah. their writing staff. You know, so it's like, well, fuck off. You can't just come in and write our stories and then kill us all off, and then expect not to get a backlash, because yes.
2: the LGBT <laughs> army, army fierce. are fierce.
0: Yeah. <laughs> do fuck with the LGBT it's, army. Yeah, it's also,
2: like, the misinformation that they spread as well. Like, you had Shauna Benson going on message forums. forums. Yeah, mm-hmm. forums. Basically saying... Oh, she's not going to die. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you think that now, you must be crazy. But why? You know and mean, then I mean, also, why
1: did they do that? Is it because they wanted to drum up
2: viewership? They wanted you know. I think they didn't want the story to be spoiled. I think that's it. They were trying to. They were trying to like contain, contain the contain spoilers. It. Yeah. I mean that is pretty fu- that is pretty and fucked up though. That's that, quite sinister. Yeah. And then the fact that Jason tweeted to come down and <coughs> yeah. the finale. Yeah, of course. The finale. Like, because Lexa was in it.
0: Yeah. And that lovely, really lovely photo oh, yeah. of Lexa. The rainbow candy. Lexa and Clark with a rainbow candy backstage. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: god. I think it is LGBT fans deserve better Tumblr page or website that have done the master post. Mm of all of these baiting kind yes, of steps incident, incident, and yeah. every single thing that happened. And we are only mentioning a very small percentage of them, but when you go and take a look at that master post, it is
2: really quite startling. It, it is almost quite sinister. And of course, the other amazing thing that has come out of, of Lexa's death is Klexicon, is oh, which yeah. is Woo! happening Woo! today. Klexicon! A few of the natural crew are are lucky enough to be going there. I am so jealous. I yeah. was. I'm sure you're all leaving. listening right now. <laughs> yeah,
1: so love. Key-ing, key-ing to see all these beautiful ladies. I'm sure you've all got your um, iPhones
0: and your little earbuds. <laughs> so, hopefully, hey guys. Hopefully, we're amusing you in the queue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely jealous of anyone that's going to be breathing the same air as Sarah Shahi. That's for sure because she is probably one of my ultimate. Babes. Babes. Carmen in the L words. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. So also Amy Acker and Rachel Scarston. I would probably be Tam good. Tam. My tam tam tam. tam tam. tam Tam. My Tam Tam. <laughs> Anyone else? You guys? Um, not, not
1: necessarily for like perving over as such, but more, <laughs> and even though it was really such a crappy show, um, I did love watching South of Nowhere at the time when I was kind of like, I think I would be in my early 20s. Um, when it was on, and I used to try and find downloads for it because it wasn't on in, in the UK, and it just kind of would take me back to see we specially together again. So that'd be quite cute. Um, I never watched that yeah, show. All, all of them really. There's so many awesome guests. Really, really cool people. Yeah. Are, so yeah, we're we're really
2: jealous. Yes, yeah, Sarah Shahi for me, and also yeah, the nostalgia aspect, yes. especially would
0: have been really, really cool. Definitely, and Zoe Palmer from Lost Girls here as well. She's yeah, there too. I think. Mm-hmm. and I think the guys from One not the guys, the um, <laughs> the guys. Um, way hot, way hot. Way hot. I'm, there. Not, I'm not into. Oh. This might be controversial. No. Controversy. I'll, I'll just stop. <laughs> I think I, I like I wouldn't say we're Earpers. Well, um, I'm not an Earper, but, we're but why, really... why not a, a cute couple? Definitely. Yeah, cute. I
1: think the show just kind of like, it's not <clears throat> really my bag. I do, what I have watched most of it. I just find it a little bit dull. Sorry guys. Um, yeah. But they're super cute and it's really good representation. So yeah. It's yes. all good. Woo! Yeah. Yeah, good yeah, representation.
0: Yeah. So next up we're in the don't want to be your girl section and you guys are in for a real treat <laughs> because we have both nachos and weasel reading some pure filth quite frankly <laughs> doing a bit of role play from chapter two so over to you guys
1: oh my god <laughs> is this happening too sober for this <laughs> Oh my god! This is too wild, I, forgot I to, can't believe this is my first line.
0: I forgot to add that um, Weasel's been really practicing that Shut sexy up. voice oh as well. I have not. <clears throat> I'm just sexy naturally.
1: <laughs> mm. Do you always squirt when a girl goes down on you, or am I just that good?
2: The question is embarrassing enough, but it's the smug little half-smile on Clark's face that makes Lexa want to hide behind her hands. Not every time, Lexa says joten sing, because Clark doesn't need to know that it's a recent development, that it never happened once with Costia in the entire year that they dated. Whether it's natural talent or professional competency that gives her such an aptitude for cunnilingus, Clark hardly needs the ego boost. Uh-huh. So now we've established that I'm a champ at eating you out, how are
1: you gonna reward me? You gonna use that gorgeous mouth? Finger bang me through the floor?
2: Lexa thinks she could probably power an entire city block with the force of her blush. Clark's smirk only widens. She shuffles forward, moving into the space between Lexa's drawn-up knees. Warm hands slide down Lexa's chest, curving around to fondle her breasts. (laughs) (laughs) Lips find her jaw, and Lexa inhales sharply at the strong scent of herself.
0: (laughs) So filthy. So filthy. On the
2: other women. This is so dirty. It's so dirty. Come on, hot stuff. Clark says, all throaty whisper. Oh, wait a minute, let me do that again. Oh. Can <laughs> do that again? Because I didn't know it was a whisper.
1: I
0: didn't know it was a whisper. <laughs> come on, hot stuff.
2: <laughs> Clark says, all throaty whisper, dragging her mouth along the edge of Lex's jaw, down the line of her throat.
0: <laughs> Tell me how you're going to make me come. <laughs> something you're nice. you about to throw, you about to throw. <laughs> you
1: tell me how you're going to make me come. don't want you to try and do it seriously no, I don't I don't you,
2: Clark sucks hard at the spot where neck meets shoulder and if Lexa had the presence of mind to stop her from leaving a mark she would but right now her brain isn't operating on that level <laughs> and she's kind of beyond caring what Anya might say about a hickey Lexa <laughs> it's the way <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I don't even know what like we yet. haven't even got to the worst part yet <laughs> oh my god Okay, it's the way Clark's voice cracks on the second syllable of her name the wanting heating, heated edge to it that causes something in Lexa to snap she grabs Clark's wrists and pushes her flat on her back pinning her arms above her head Immediately, legs wrap themselves around Lexa's waist, and her breath hitches at the wet slide of Clark against her <laughs> overheated skin. <laughs> Clark looks up at her, astonished, excited, and Lexa has no idea what she's doing, but she's running with it. If the way Clark's rocking up into her is any indication, it's working. She insinuates one hand between their bodies, sliding below the lacy edge of Clark's panties. I hate that word. I hate the word panties. Oh, um, <laughs> but sometimes you just gotta use it. Mm. When Lexa's fingers nudge into wetness it loosens
0: <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I just choked
2: on my bed I'm <laughs> it's
0: actually it's so choking me again it's coming out of my nose <laughs> oh my god uh. <laughs> sorry
2: <laughs> it's scary or not <laughs> When Lexa's fingers nudge, <laughs> nudge into what?
0: Nudge into what now? Way, what now?
2: <laughs> when Lexa's fingers nudge into wetness, it listens a groan from both of them. Uh, <laughs> is, <laughs> is this what you want, Clark? She asks low and demanding, even as her cheeks blaze. She combs through drenched curls, cups Clark's pussy. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> It's like a furnace blasting heat into the palm of her hand. She uses the heel to press at Clark's swollen clit, and it draws another desperate noise. You want my fingers? Yes, fuck you. No, know I do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like I'm in my dad wrote a porno. I know. <laughs> like.
2: And my mouth? Where do you want it? Clark's panting now, struggling to keep her eyes open as her hips roll. <laughs> And she rubs herself shamelessly on Lexa. She sucks her bottom lip between her teeth and sighs. My tits, my clits, God,
1: everywhere.
0: <laughs>
2: this is when the Lex two clips would come in handy because she could cover the whole thing.
0: Yeah. Oh, is that it? That's oh it.
2: my god. That's
0: Fuck it. Got hell. through that.
2: Got through that.
1: Next up we have Graham Jams doing her very best reader outro. Read your routering. Reader Reader routering. When she gives us this week's aneurysm, aneurysm
0: excerpt. I'm just still trying to clear the beer out of my nose after that <laughs> last reading, so here we go. I haven't actually practiced out loud at all, so I'm hopefully gonna be just as crap as I was last time. Lexa knocks until she hears shuffling movement from inside the room. The thud of something heavy being knocked over, followed by a string of muffled curses. After a minute, the door opens by a crack, just enough for one baleful eye to glare back at her. Lexa, what the fucking fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's the Miller, of the you arsehole. <laughs> it's 7.15am. My point stands. Anya grits out. I'm going Aussie. Yes, I'm going you're Aussie. I'm, I'm going Aussie. I don't care. I don't know what I am. <laughs> I'm an Oz-American. Yeah. The door falls further open, revealing her in a sleep Rumpled frozen t shirt, what the fuck, Anya? And black yoga pants, a deep scalp etched on her face. Between the Disney shirt and a severe case of bedhead, it's difficult to take her seriously, but Lexa manages to school her expression to one of neutrality. There better be a fucking good reason for this. (laughs) I mean, some end of the world bad shit going down, like an alien invasion or a nuclear apocalypse or the divorce of Ellen and Portia. (laughs) can't i just come by to bask in your sunny disposition dark eyes narrow taking on a suspicious glint as they study Lexa for an interminably long moment she tries not to wilt under the intense scrutiny okay i'm gonna let that weak sarcasm slide because a what is up with your face and b why do you look like you've been dragged through a hedge backwards it takes only a second for the penny to drop did oh my god did you get laid Lexa's lip-bite must communicate enough. (laughs) Anya sticks her head out of the doorway, peering up and down the deserted hall. She grabs Lexa by the wrist to yank her into the room. It happens so quickly, Lexa doesn't even have time to object to the rough handling. Once the door is shut, Anya stoops to retrieve two history textbooks, the source of the thud most likely, and places them on the nightstand by her bed. She perches on the edge of the desk, arms crossed, foot tapping against the carpet, as she levels an expectant glare at Lexa. Well, wow. <laughs> wringing her hands together, Lexa launches into a full blow-by-blow account about skipping the rap party, about the ride to Clark's place, and on Clark's face. <laughs> that Clark's an art major, that it was the most mind-blowing sex of her life, and it went on all frickin' night, until the sun came up. <laughs> that they exchanged numbers... That Clark sent her a photo of her boobs not five minutes after Lexa left. Show me. <laughs> Off Lexa's frown. And she rolls her eyes so hard she's in danger of giving herself an aneurysm. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I've already seen her cooch and a whole lot more on the internet, remember? <laughs> Don't hold out on me, Woods. All I do is study in RA. At this point, I'm living vicariously through you and I hate myself for admitting that. Yay!
2: <laughs> Very <laughs> dubious Aussie accent. <laughs> sorry, I'm, I enjoyed, enjoyed it. it. I am so sorry I for Emmy. I don't know why
0: I went Australian. I because you were being de- Deacon in in real life. It just it just sort of came naturally to
1: me. I mean, really, that it was as if Deacon was in the room.
0: I know, totally. She could have been here. She was here. Yeah, in spirit. <laughs> Keeping up the educational part of the show that we is <laughs> non-existent. We know that you all appreciate. It's Cassie Sky Sex Word Shop Word of the Week. That's really fucking hard to it's say. That's not what it says. It just says Cassie Sky Sex no, Workshop. No, but I just decided to make it even harder by calling it Cassie Sky's sex word sh- workshop of the week. Word, right, okay. <laughs> that's
1: really, actually, that's it's a tongue twister. Yeah, like, it is it's a like, tongue
0: twister. Like Clark specialty, yeah. Cassie Skye's specialty. What makes Lexus Square is Clark's tongue <laughs> Clark's twisting. <seen> <laughs> <laughs> so, in Cassie Sky's sex workshop, the word of the week this week is earmuffs, <laughs> and earmuffs means when you are going down on your partner and they've got their thighs locked so tightly against your ears that you can't hear fuck all.
1: And your ears are really warm and toasty. Yeah,
0: (laughs) good for the winter months. Good for for
1: snore-fucking. Snow-fucking.
0: Oh, you people that snowfuck out! Is that another term that we've not heard
1: of? (laughs) Have you (laughs) fucked It's like like if you just you know you have a snowball fight and it gets a bit heated and you just start like you know just go for a (laughs) snowfuck and you
0: know keep your ears warm. It's a winter sport, I think.
2: (laughs) (laughs) If you want to keep up with the latest crack, head over to Tumblr where there's some amazing head cannons about Agent Boob and Priest Lisa and and her and the Boob Umbrella, which encompasses. All EUs, All worlds. Yeah. Like, under her. The, m- f- the multiverses. Le- Lex Tuplets, <laughs>
1: Running Wild.
0: Clark's boob umbrella. That's <laughs> <ella, ella.
1: laughs> an umbrella I think we'd all like to be under. I'd love yes. to be under that boob umbrella. Yeah. Yeah. And the hot bus calendar oh, God, yes. is complete. Oh, God, Nachos, was, you finished it. This your- Graham Jams and Nachos joint effort. It's gone <throat> on for months and months and months. You've now got 12 months of the year finished with Fifty Shades of Tweed and Sixteen Candles, amazing
0: effort on both of your parts. Look out for the master post coming up, because we will will put that out there soon, and if you want, we might even print them out and sell them. (laughs) Make a real calendar. I'm not not sure what the licensing is (laughs) around that, but you can message us on the sly and we can We totally
2: missed an opportunity to be selling them at Clexicon.
0: Totally. Yeah, I think so. So
2: our next little
1: section kind of came about because we were the three of us were chatting, doing some podcast planning or just having bants online, um, and I said how funny it would be if you had spent so long reading this clifific and it was really well written. It was rich characterization, great plot, best you know, story ever, really good sexual tension, such a build up, such a build up, and. One of the tags was eventual smut, so you're like, okay, it's it, go. it's going to come along eventually, <laughs> at like yeah, quite literally. <laughs> and you invested a lot of hours reading this, you know, a lot of months, all the rest of it, and then it just finally gets to the sex scene, to the smut, and it is so disgustingly filthy in terms of the. Uh, terminology that is used for genitalia and parts of women <laughs> the, the women's bodies and you're just left going what's the actual fuck how has this just happened and it's just all the
0: slang words you could possibly yeah. ever think of for female parts uh-huh. basically um, and also
1: a little bit of hopefully we'll done a little bit of british slang as well so yeah. there's some it's, it's
0: educational
1: educational for everyone else how we decided to do this was we'd each write a short paragraph of smut <laughs> um a really bad smut and the section is called smut shaming and then we'd also write a comment in the style of a comment on ao3 about that piece or about another piece that was also badly written so we're all reading out
0: each others we've not um, seen them yet. we've not previously seen them uh, so this is all just kind of Fish, this is actually the bit of the show I've been looking forward to the most because I know just from writing my own bit how fucking funny it's going to be. So we had to be 150 words
1: or, or less. less, or less. <laughs> or less. <laughs> we set a limit: 150 words or less. There's no um, exposition
0: here, people. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no context. no, no bit context. Context. And I wrote mine in five minutes earlier before Nachos came over. So Don't
0: look at it. Yeah, I thought I was going first. No, no that
1: time time right.
0: okay. okay, take it
2: away. And that changes, Are really we going to wait. reveal who wrote each one, or shall we leave Actually, that as a mystery? As oh, a, oh I, the people, people can, can guess. guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's so see if we, If people can guess okay. who wrote which which piece of <laughs> utter filth. So here we go. Lexa held her breath as Clark hooked her thumb into the waistband of her underwear, laughing already, <laughs> and g- <laughs> gently slid them down her legs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> she can't even read it oh my god i know. I just read
2: a gush a <laughs> <I> gush of
1: <laughs> she cannot. oh my god she can't even we've, get through the first out, line we are out
2: since since okay compose myself okay <laughs> a gush of fanny just is <laughs>
1: <laughs> she can't even get through more than a few words oh my god
2: yeah. a gush of fanny juices <laughs> oh my god guys this I is I can't ridiculous. believe you wrote this <laughs> a gush of fanny juices flooded from her pulsating clunge <laughs>
0: she can could- <laughs>
2: She couldn't remember ever being this turned on before and she shuddered as Clark stood back up stood back up and slowly dragged her fingers up through the folds of her (laughs) the folds of her dripping spam purse. (laughs) Oh my god (laughs) She could barely stand the anticipation and all she now wanted was for the blonde bombshell to fuck her hard, fuck her right. She could barely stand the anticipation, and all she now wanted was for the blonde bombshell to fuck her hard, fuck her right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is the word? what? Is the word? Uh, fuck, socket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs>
2: Clark sensed this and pushed. Two <laughs> <laughs> this is so dirty. <laughs> Clark sensed this and pushed two fingers into her. <laughs> I'm going oh to go, wet myself. I'm going to wet my mind. I can't oh breathe. My god. I can't like I'm hyperventilating. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, Push two fingers into her... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm actually going to wet my mind. The anticipation oh. is too much. Oh my god. Into her busy broth hole.
0: Busy broth hole. Oh my god.
2: No. <laughs> oh. Set, oh setting a steady rhythm, she <laughs> setting a steady rhythm as she pounded into her now drenched <coughs> notorious V A G. Oh, oh, nice! Oh my God! <coughs> it's like the twitlantic Atlantic Ocean down here. <laughs>
0: Clark breathed huskily into her ear. Oh, amazing! Oh my God. Oh my amazing! God. Right, I'm I'm up next. A rough breath escapes Lexa's kissed bruised lips as Clark backs her up against the door of the antechamber before diving in once more to recapture Lexa's mouth, their tongues duelling for dominance. (laughs) Is it wrong that I'm turned on right now? (laughs) Lexa's shoulder guard, sash and coat have been abandoned, shirt rucked up around her armpits Chest bindings loosen to reveal the pert jut of cute little titties yeah. <laughs> and nips like bullets. Alexa shivers as Clark reaches for the button at the waistband of her pants. Deftly, Clark lowers the zip, slides a flat palm beneath. Lexa's ruined underwear and lets out a low animalistic growl oh. when her fingertips come into contact with the copious juices seeping from Lexa's hot slot <laughs> co- Coating the puffy nether lips. Clark doesn't wait to plunge to <laughs> To plunge two thick sausage fingers <laughs> into that succulent <laughs> fair burger, <laughs> to, to, sc- <laughs> to scrape a thumbnail over Lexa's chimescent love button. Within a second, Lexa spontaneously <laughs> combusts into orgasm. <laughs>
1: Now free of their clothes, Lexa kissed Clark deep and hard, running her hands down Clark's chest and caressing her ample fun back. <laughs> Making Clark moan with desire, Lexa pushed Clark back onto the bed and spread her legs wide. She kissed a trail up Clark's inner thigh and inhaled the scent of arousal, arousal emanating from Clark's badly made ham sandwich. <laughs> 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 oh Oh, funky. <laughs> oh. Alexa moaned when she saw just how wet Clark was for her and wasted no time licking the length of Clark's gushing bit wrinkle. <laughs> 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 Fuck Alexa, Clark sighed out. Fuck oh, Lexa! <laughs> I need more. Put your lady penises inside no, no. my fluffy clopper and fuck me hard. <laughs> oh my god! Oh guys, I think we are—we've officially fucking outdone ourselves there. I think Sweet. we've ruined
0: sex for everybody. Yes. I'm sorry, Sweet. Jesus, Lexa. <laughs> so now we're going on to the. It's not necessarily corresponding AO3 comment it's to just that. Similar vibe. It's, it's, just, it's just someone commenting on a fic on AO3. Okay, so this is the first fake
2: AO3 comment. OMG dude, your fic is crazy good. Your characterisations are so on point and the tension between Clark and Lexa is off the charts. I'm wondering if you've tagged it incorrectly on AO3 though. You mentioned wizard sleeves and vibrating magic wands so much that I'm assuming that it's meant to be a Harry Potter style <laughs> AU. And I'm really concerned that Lexa is going to die from that axe wand that Clark keeps licking <laughs> and she doesn't receive proper medical attention soon. Can't wait for the next chapter though.
0: Awesome. <laughs> they weren't too disgruntled. No, oh, they, they were right. yeah, They were right. Right. I thought they were getting Harry Potter. They were having him. I've been really enjoying this fic. In fact, I stayed up way past my bedtime powering through 18 chapters of some of the most amazing build-up and sexual tension that I've ever come across in a Klexa fic. Everything was so well written. The characterisation, the dialogue, the side plot. I was so here for it all. Imagine my absolute shock and disbelief when finally, at the end of chapter 18, I finally got to the sex scene I had been waiting for. And it was full of such downright disgusting terms, such as munching minge (laughs) hole, lapping at her fuck donut, (laughs) Uh tripping finger forest, (laughs) and then worst of all, taking it out the chocolate love tunnel. Oh, (laughs) To say say it was off-putting is an understatement. (laughs) To be honest, I'm genuinely worried about you. Have you had a mental break? Either way, you've lost a reader here. I'm taking back my kudos. (laughs) (laughs) I've
1: been enjoying the slow burn of this epic 100 chapter fic, but I have to admit I was disappointed by the love scene in the epilogue. Given your talent for elegant and lyrical prose, I was expecting a tasteful yet sensually erotic depiction of the consummation of Clark and Lex's relationship. Instead... Your description of Lexa drilling Clark, Clark's <laughs> sopping wet stench trench into <laughs> oblivion hit me right off my stroke. I'm not sure I'll be able to double-click the mouse for a while without suffering flashbacks to Lexa's improbably long tongue plundering the unfathomable depths of Clark's great barrier queen.
0: <laughs> Sending you my therapist bill. <laughs> Amazing. Fantastic. So... As expected, that was my most favourite yeah. thing ever. Yeah. So, hopefully you guys agree and...
1: Yeah. Or you, if you don't,
0: well... Tough shit. Yeah. <laughs> because I, for one, want us to do that again in the near yeah. future. Because yeah. I actually feel like we could make a whole oh be- a beautiful one-shot out of that. Yeah. <laughs> merge them all. Yeah, merge them all together. Maybe Always. that's Agent Boob. Yes! <laughs> Maybe that's Agent Boob Definitely. right there. Definitely. Okay. So, the last part of the show is... What do you think, we ground chose? And it's our chance to answer your asks that you've sent in. Thank you very much for that. We're gonna start off quickly by discussing our favourite klexafix or some of our favourite klexifs. I think someone had mentioned that it would be really good if we could talk about fan art and fanfics and just big up people within the within the fandom you know, yeah, that we love basically, giving them some kudos. However, what we decided,
1: because we could do, obviously, ten hours of this, yeah. is that we would just choose one, not necessarily our top one of all time fanfic, but just pick one out, each, that we love, and yeah. just mention it. And that's one of many,
0: many, One of many, <laughs> because, yeah, there are yeah, many. like We've so all many. got an abundance of yeah. ones we love. Yeah. The, one, the ones we're talking about today are ones that are maybe on our radar at the moment that we're really into, or ones that have really stood out for... For us over the, or, over the past while, yeah. Natchez, do you wanna go first? Yeah, so this is actually my favourite fiction oh, okay. ever. <laughs> for Clexa.
2: Um, ever, 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 ever. Ever, ever, ever. And that's Thrace's Within Me an Invincible Summer. Basically it's a masterpiece. Yes. <laughs> um, it is like canon divergent after season two and it uses kind of like a now and then dual timeline structure. Ah uh, yeah. Yeah. So that alone makes it really interesting. Mm-hmm. But the way that Thrace has written it is just so masterful, I mean, it could easily have been a sort of narrative mess, but it isn't at all, mm-hmm. it's just flawlessly executed. And then about halfway through, there's like a really sort of devastating twist. Oh, I know that, the, I know the yeah, one that i yeah, yeah. yeah. and I'm not yeah. going to spoil it for anyone that yeah, hasn't sure. already read it, but basically, it's an amazing book, and it's just full of angst and mm-hmm. fuels, but hope, and also occasional flashes of humour, and it's just so, so good. And also the world building as well, it's just yeah. incredible incredible
0: i um, really like that fic as well That's a great and one
2: what i really loved about it as well is that it's completely in character even though the sort of now storyline is set 10 years in the future mm-hmm. it gives you this sort of indication of you know the sort of people that clark and lexa might have become it's and also, given the chance yeah and also <laughs> the sort of integration of the grounder and sky people cultures as well yeah. it's really interesting as well so yeah that's that's mine. good choice it's a great yeah it's a
1: great one weasel do you want to go next Sure. So I just wanted to give a shout-out to The Commander, is the title of the fic, and that is by Transient Permeance. I hope I've pronounced that correctly. And it's a fic that I read, I think, last year. It's set in the canon verse, and it's really <laughs> tragically beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's this incredible backstory of Lexa growing up as a young child and then um kind of her journey to becoming Hedda her relationship with Costia meeting her as a child and how that all unfolds and then of course losing her and it's just this incredible insight into Lex's personality and her mind and her thoughts and you just want to wrap her up in cotton wool and give her a massive hug because she's got the weight of her weight of the world on her shoulders from from when she's so young, but it's just so beautifully written, yeah. and you're just completely wrapped up in this whole world, and and actually Clark doesn't come into it until really late on, and and I think it's I think it's been it's on pause at the moment, and I genuinely really hope that the author can
0: continue because it's so fantastic, but yeah, that's that's my pick. I really like that one as well because of the relationship that Lexa has with the previous commander in it. Yeah. Because she's like a mother figure to her, isn't she? And she's very complex,
1: interesting, new, like, original character. And yeah, it is this kind of mother-daughter relationship that's very complicated and plays out in this very kind of realistic way. And you really see a lot of the commander mythology although it's been built on by the author it's it's all her own um but it's totally
0: believable as what the canon yeah, the actual exactly. canon story it, could have it been it feels yeah. like it is what Lex's story yeah. should be you know was uh-huh.
1: it's fantastic i think we actually said
0: once that it's so good it can't have been written by someone on the show but it's like it has been written by someone that was involved in the show in some capacity it feels like a book that's what i felt like when i was reading it it felt like a it felt like a book and i
1: love when a fanfic feels like a book yeah (laughs) it's just a great feat
0: it's amazing so yeah that's my choice so I've picked In Love and War and Politics by, sen- <laughs> <laughs> by centuries of existence. Now, this is an AU for those of you that don't know the Vic, but I highly recommend it. Yeah. It's a political AU. Clark is a representative wanting to become California. a senator in California. And Lexa is her... Campaign manager. Cam- her campaign manager, thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the, just the dynamic and the chemistry oh, between so the two of them is just insane, yeah. insanely off the charts. I've never the, read better sexual tension. Oh my God, it's, it's, pal- it's actually palpable, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And it's a great build and the author it goes into great detail about politics basically yeah, but you learn a lot but it's interesting i and feel engaging. like you're, i feel
1: like it's a learning experience yeah. as well
0: i actually messaged centuries of existence and said the only way that 2016 could be redeemed is for representative griffin to win <laughs> yeah. uh, i think what i really like about about it as well the sex scenes in there are just ridiculously hot but the author is really really clever about the way that they write the sex scenes they're not using obvious Mm. words to the or, or scenario yeah.
1: and I don't think it's not very explicit it's but not it's explicit so but hot. it's so
0: hot I recommend it for the educational <laughs> <laughs> the educational aspect of it the tension between the characters how well written the characters are and the sexy bits are really fucking sexy so <laughs> I think and I, as
2: well it's one of those fics where you would read it even if it wasn't Kleksa. Yeah. like if it was a novel you'd yeah, read it definitely. absolutely and definitely. I love
1: seeing these two badass bitches, like, you know, like, own their fucking careers and Mm -hmm. roles, and just, they're really, really fierce, amazing, intelligent, accomplished women, Mm -hmm. and it's fantastic. That's a good choice. Okay, I think we're going to move on to some questions now. So, we got a really great one from the Dr. Smith, Hey Doc, which we actually... Are going to come back to in the next episode if there is one I know we say that said that last time but <laughs> um, it's it's great because and it's stuff that we've wanted to talk about we have talked a little bit about it's the hundreds top ten shittiest moments and favourite episodes because of the length of this and the detail that we've had to go into because we've had this Lexa special episode we just can't possibly cover it but we will come back to that so Definitely. Thank, thank you for yeah, that thank one. Thank you Doc. Thank you. And the next one is one that I got from Ananon. Some of it we have really covered already. I'm going to read it out, and then we'll just try to talk a little bit about the parts that we haven't covered. I see you're a fellow Fuffy shipper, Faith and Buffy. What drew you to the pairing, besides both of them being hot as fuck? (laughs) I remember being so obsessed with all their interactions, but ultimately being disappointed as they never got together. After shows like Sugar Rush, Skins and The L Word... I feel like I can't be bothered to waste time on subtext anymore. <laughs> Give me main text, kissing and fucking on screen, please, lol. Hell oh, yeah. Um, how do you feel about subtext now? Do you still ship those types of pairings? So, as you will have heard, we have covered the fuffy, buffy, whole obsessive fanfic <laughs> stuff and subtext element a little bit earlier. So, we won't say any more about that.
0: I just, no, I wanted to say one oh, thing. I to say just want to say one thing is that... I do take what I can get in, to a certain extent, but I have high standards and I won't just watch any show because there's a hint of fanny action that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Although,
1: as we've said, we keep getting fucking lured back in. I know, the, I know. The thing. And
2: I think that Rose, you made a good point earlier. Yeah, I mean, we're all sort of aware of Super Corp and look yeah. super hot together, so yeah. you know, we are kind of getting drawn into that, but... At the same time, you have to kind of love yourself and say no. No, just, no. Like,
0: just say no, kids. <laughs> you don't want to And get... it's a CW show. They're yeah. going to uh, fucking yeah. bait exactly.
1: you, you and drag you in. You just know it. I mean, I think the thing was w- with Buffy at the time watching it, I, there was, even though I knew that there was subtext and I loved that element of it, I was really young and not kind of having that full awareness of it. So it didn't really bother me that they didn't get together because it was never even an option in my head yeah, yeah. that that was the case. So, yeah.
0: Natchez, do you have one? Um,
2: Yep, so the next question is another Anon saying, The posts about the ancient times of fandom, i.e. Geocities, AOL, and signing guestbooks, and relic crew coming out of their dusty closets (laughs) have been really hilarious. Did any of you think back then in your late teens, early twenties, that you would one day retire from fangirling? What did you think you would be doing instead? Do you plan on playing video games, writing fanfic and salty commentary about TV shows and movies, making Photoshop manips and so on, well into your dotage? <laughs> well,
1: definitely when I was obsessing over Fuffy and all of that in my late teens or my mid teens and late teens. No, I knew then, I knew then that I would never drop it, that I would always want it. And I, w- I think it was because I was aware that I would. That it would be the only place for me to, to get it. Even then, I could see that, you know, 15 years in the future or however long, that it wouldn't be mainstream and I wouldn't be able to access it on TV and films and whatever. So, yeah, I knew I'd be
0: nerd till the end. I didn't mm. actually know what a fandom was until I started going out with Weasel. So, what innocent I know. <laughs> a bit, a bit, <laughs> uh, I, I didn't get into reading fanfic until probably about 2008, 2009. I watched Buffy and stuff like that when I was younger, but I just did not know about, about fandom. the other world. I didn't know about this world of fandom at all. I, so like I said, I, it wasn't until... Sort of seven years ago, I started reading fanfic, and well, you're dove, making up for it now. I dove straight into the fluffy rabbit hole that you introduced me to, then, not really anything till Clexa. So and you've really
1: made up for it. I really, <laughs> stuck, really yeah. have. I'm doing a swan- fucking
0: podcast yeah. about and, and one a year, <laughs> in one short year, in one
1: like, short year, what has <laughs> happened to and, me. And I think that I want to know what when they've asked that. Do you plan on making Photoshop manips well into your dotage? Oh, how's yeah. Well you, yeah. Will you
0: ever stop? I'm never gonna no. stop Manippin, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also gonna open the Colexa retirement home yes. for the Relic Crew. Yeah. I mean, I can't really
2: conceive of not being involved in fandom in some way or other. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been a like, I mean, you guys aren't gamers, yeah, but you're I are a gamer. I'm a lifelong you gamer. You put the guy in, in gamer. Game I, <laughs> I, I do. I mean, so the next thing for me is, is the next Mass Effect game. Yeah, which well, we've seen your. Is gonna like, take over season, my yeah. life in, in March basically yeah. hurry up and
0: finish your fic I know I need to finish it before yeah. then because
2: otherwise it's going to be like September yeah. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> but
2: yeah I mean I can see myself still doing that well into my dotage and I don't know about writing fanfic I mean part of me kind of wanted to think once Don't Want to Be Your Girl is Finished I might just bow out of the like fandom. and now we know like, that's definitely not, not going to happen. happen. Not happen. Or... Maybe after modelling, you we'll see. So we'll, we'll see. see.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you know there'll be something yeah. else. So there will always
2: be something else. What I do hope
1: is that in the future there there continues or <laughs> not continues to be because I feel like we've not really even had like a great representation or great content, but there is more content being made for us. Of women loving women and lesbians, so that we can have new shit to obsess over in love,
0: but we'll see. So, I've got an ask from Blue Kiko, who I also want to give a shout out to because it was her suggestion that got the special guest on the show today. So, good plan from Blue Kiko. And she's asked, I want to hear about what you guys have to say about Butter Me (laughs) and why he is so fucking annoying. Is it the blaming of Clark, inability to learn from mistakes, bad choices based solely on emotion slash unwillingness to see the big picture, um, she put in brackets, saving the prisoners in 402, grounder army massacre, or is it that the writers seem intent on framing him as Clark's love interest? Baff So I think that we are going to pick up on this next time. We haven't done the slag and drag in today's podcast because... We just haven't had time to do it. Am I just allowed to say also because
1: the past two episodes have been so boring. yeah. (laughs) And so it's kind of like we do have notes on them, we do have thoughts, but it's kind of like a bit dull as well. So I think it'd be better if we come back to that. And then the last and on kind of ties into what we were saying earlier about Relic Crew. Hey there, I did your question for the upcoming podcast, if not already covered at length. (laughs) I was wondering if you could talk more about what would make you, on Tumblr, but more specifically
0: in this fandom, feel like Relic Crew? I think Tumblr's <laughs> quite ageist. Yes. That's what I felt. Yeah. And actually, in real life, I've never had an issue with my age. I've actually felt... Young. Young. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, all of a sudden, you're on Tumblr, and you're seeing younger people describing anyone in their 30s as ancient or yeah. old, mm-hmm. and then you feel kind of guilty about that you're in this fandom. Probably. I did actually keep my age secret for a while because I was, I was just, <laughs> secret. I, yeah, I, yeah I was like no fuck that I don't care I'm a. Le- I've got just as much right to yeah. to be into this fandom as anyone else and that's what Relic Crew is really about I yeah. think yeah I think as well though even though
1: we have maybe perceived Tumblr to be quite ageist on the flip side from you building the natural crew and us doing this podcast we have had so many people coming out of the dusty closet as i said before saying i'm in my 30s i'm in my 40s yeah you know am i or or i'm in my 20s am i allowed to be in relic crew and that kind of thing so as much as maybe we feel like tumblr has been this space where we're not allowed to be our true age they, we're all here, yeah. you know. And we actually all have been here, but people have not been able to see. And now, raise your
0: walking sticks! Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and,
1: and so I think that it's been really nice because now people are kind of saying, actually, yeah, hey, I'm like this age, I'm that age. We've got <laughs> Tumblr pals that are twenty, Tumblr pals that are in their forties. You know, it, does it doesn't not, matter. It does not matter. So we've got good banter and you're here for the Kleksa crack, then, you know, it's awesome. Look
0: out for our line of Relic Crew merch that's going to be coming (laughs) soon. We're we're, going to be making... Hot water bottles. Hot water bottles, granny pants and dressing gowns.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think um, Relic Crew is very much a
0: kind of state of mind. (laughs) We're going to actually... You said a couple of days after the last podcast came out, because we talked about our ages more openly on Tumblr... In the space of a day, I think we've two or three people the same age as me in Glasgow or near Glasgow yeah. came forward and messaged us. So we are one away from a convention. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have RelicCon. <laughs> awesome. RelicCon, yeah. amazing. Look out for RelicCon in Glasgow soon, guys. So yeah. Yeah, if you're near Glasgow and you want to come to RelicCon, <laughs> we are going to set it up. We were going to try and do it in time with Klexicon because we feel gutted for not being able to be there, but yeah. we can't plan it that quickly, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs>
2: I think we did have one final and on about Agent Boob, but I don't think we're going to have time to cover it because it was such an amazing ask and so detailed
1: just head on over to any one of our blogs for like latest developments in boob verse as i the made the, i made the, the tag <laughs> the, the other day boob
0: verse tag so yeah i think
1: there's more happening the
0: boob that. umbrella offers protection for all yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and also can i just say we're not even fucking old that is the oh, old. that's the ironic thing about it's like when i was in my teens and I thought of people in their 30s or 40s I was like oh my god they're so fucking old because you know it's like a different generational thing but just saying, putting it out there, when you get to being this age, you're not <laughs> old, and you don't
0: feel old, and you're just still like, I'd,
1: I'd a like regular to, person, yeah. so, yeah. I'd
0: like to add to that, too, that being in your 20s is really hard, yeah. <laughs> and when you're in your 30s, it's the best fucking fun. Yes, your gets,
2: 30s are fucking awesome. Yeah,
0: I've had more fun in my 30s than it's, I ever did in it, my 20s. It, it, so. yeah, it
1: gets a lot easier, so, yeah.
0: yeah. Relic crew, represent. So that's the end of episode two. I hope you guys have enjoyed the super special guest Mm. and our super special chat. (laughs) It most definitely was boozier and not quite quite as booby as I thought it would be. Well, we have had two extra tits (laughs) with our very special guest. Oh, it's a female special guest. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, And we have alluded a little bit to Agent Boob.
0: So this entire show has obviously been dedicated to our most wonderful Lexa Comtree crew, and I think we all want to say, collective, Sharp header. And once we've all said back,
1: You take a running leap and you learn to fly Now